This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and wonders what kind of mood Mark will be in. Welcome to episode 148 of Movie Drone. I'm not as excited as fanboy Mark Steve. I'm very excited about everything tonight, Mark. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, did, I didn't want to sort of like come in at sort of like all joyous and yeah. find out that... Uh, no, I'm super joyous. Are you? Yeah, ridiculous, mate. Really? I'm going to be the happiest I've ever been on any episode okay. ever. Right. Despite what any of the films are like. <laughs> okay, brilliant. And do you want to say why? Well, the culmination, mate, of the last, what feels like forever... Planning meetings, getting deferred, having to go back negotiations. We had our final planning meeting today and we only fucking got it. Did you? Yeah. 14 votes, one absent T person couldn't vote. Right. None against. Right. Fucking smash the shit out of it, mate. Got it. Can start building. Right. Lovely. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? How the people who don't know you or anything like that are just like in your, have your fate in their hand. I know, it's weird. It's yeah. a strange thing. And I, you get, um, I imagine, I've got to be yeah. honest, just want to step in. Yeah. I imagine that you would make a good counsellor. Yeah, like I'd that. love to. If I had the time, mate, I would love to do it. <laughs> Are you, well, I bet you would. Yeah. No, I find, right I find it really interesting. No, I wouldn't be an arsehole. I think, I think live and let live in it. Okay. Because that's what I wanted. So you just let everyone have anything they wanted? Not necessarily, no. Right. No, just, I mean, this is a good thing. We had the negotiation, we negotiated to come back, and they've all said, yeah. Terrific. Right. You've got Go to knock the it, bar man. down, have you? No. Nope. Oh, right. Okay. No, I don't know nothing about that, mate. They okay. don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of those, you get three minutes to talk. Right. So you have to do a speech. Right. Obviously, at the moment, you can't go to the council chamber. So normally, you'd have to stand in front of everyone and go, hello, um, evening. Well, I was warned by someone I know that basically everyone who does their three-minute speech starts off and then starts panicking. They fuck something up. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I've got a podcast, mate. I pre-recorded mine. <laughs> did you? Yeah, pre-recorded it, it, edited it. So if it went over three minutes, I just cut some little things out. And all I did was when they said, Mark Stelfox, it's over to you to speak, I just flicked my mic on, tapped the button, and my three-minute speech went. Did you Did you pretend to talk? Yeah, I just I pre-recorded it. Yeah, but did, did you like, oh, so they couldn't see you? No, they can't see I you. I was going to say, I no. just thought you was like miming into no, the No, you don't have your camera mic. on. Uh, um, so yeah, I just played the speech. So I got my three minutes. The first one was bang on three minutes. Right. And they say, what happens? You get a bell at like 30 seconds to go. And they said that puts everyone off and they're like all panicking. I just carried on talking. They for did. it. I didn't care because I, I was pre-recorded. I wish that it, you had actually done a Milli Vanilli. Oh, really? <laughs> and actually just mimed it. <laughs> yeah, would have been brilliant. Yeah, great result. We're really happy. Well done, really. mate. Oh, well done. Chuffed. chuffed yeah. to blazes, mate. It's not been a bad week either. Chuff to blazes. Chuff to blazes, <laughs> my old cobber. Yeah, I only had a few jobs on this way. I got most of my jobs done the weekends. I've had a relatively stressy week because I've been worrying about all of this. But other than that, it's been all right. It's been all right. Good. Before we get on to our other bits we've been up to, Eurovision, mate. How fucking good was Eurovision? <laughs> I normally, right, I normally hate Eurovision. All right. Cannot stand it, won't give it. It was brilliant. Was it? It was honestly amazing. Was it? I really enjoyed it. Ukraine was insanely good. Uh, Italy, one were good. France, mate. Oh, it was stunning. 
It, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, I'm a Eurovision fan. Who'd have yeah. thought it? You could. I mean, if if you'd known this, you could have had a Eurovision party. Well, Miles has with, one every year. Bar. I'm sure he does. So they, they all sit round and they all have a paper, and I think they score it. Yeah. Um, and then they start going through. I'm not sure if they had one this year. I didn't ask because it's all about me when I'm talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I right was now. like, yeah. I get it, Miles. I get it. It's amazing. Oh, great. Yeah. Brilliant. I'm so, not coming to a Eurovision party you're not ever around here, ever. I can imagine. All right. How's your week been then, mate? Not too bad, mate. Yeah. But I've been buying all the shoes. Buying all the yeah. shoes? Yeah, been buying loads and loads of just, I just sold like some more stuff. Some I know, records, I tried to it? buy some. <laughs> yeah. I sold, sold the records. Yeah. And I sold some football shirts. Yeah. And I made quite a bit of money off it. Yeah. So I just thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to buy loads of running shoes. Have you shoes. got anything left? Apart what? from shoes. <laughs> it's just running shoes. Yeah, I'm got. not giving you a prize off the shelf now because I know you're selling Just what I'm wearing. I would flog yeah, it, I would. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I got something like that, yeah. apart from that Canon thing, <laughs> if I got something else, I'd sell it. Definitely. Yeah. I've got loads of other things that I'm ready to sell. No, I've got like three new pairs of running shoes, mate. I'm going to wear a different one on each shoe. foot. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just fancy that many pairs? No, of course you oh, don't. Uh, if it did like different still, distances, and you can it? sell them, can't you? See? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I'm selling one pair because okay. they're the other pairs anyway. But yeah, I've just been like sell, sell, Who sell. Who buys secondhand shoes? <laughs> really? People buy secondhand shoes. <laughs> yeah. I've got some socks I'm on for me. Do you think I'll get anything for them? I mean, I've seen them. I mean, I've seen people buy secondhand shoes, but they're generally for sniffing and they're on these specialist groups, mate. It's not the pink ones that you wore down to the cinema the other day. You sell secondhand shoes. That's weird. (laughs) Right. Let us know. Has anyone bought secondhand shoes? They they will do. I've got loads of shoes I'm going to sell. No, it's not right. Anyway, um, the leg off story. Thanks for that, researching (laughs) that. (laughs) I mean, it's a pretty pretty nasty story. I feel a bit bad for him. Bless his heart. Do you know how long it took me to find that? I don't know. No. About 20 seconds. Did it? It was amazing. Was as soon it? as I saw it, I was like, you're getting that. Uh, brilliant. I mean, uh, just to fill everyone in, I mean, obviously I laughed last week. He, he went in for a, to have one leg off, I think. Yeah. And then they took the wrong one off. Yeah. yeah. It's bad, isn't it? <laughs> and then he had to have the other one off. Yeah. So not too good, but no. I feel quite bad now. I might send him a card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a pair of old shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 You're evil, mate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and what else? I mean, go on. Tell them what you fanboyed this week. Yeah, fan- oh, like I totally little... fanboyed. Oh, yeah. I was so excited. We went for a tour at the new cinema, didn't we? Did, we? Yeah. Exclusive tour, got VIP'd around, showed all the things, showed the screens. Blagged who we were. Blagged who we were. You was like, <laughs> Told us you tell me a bit about the sound, please. And the sound man came and he set it all up for you. He did, he showed he us a trailer it. and everything, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, we it. tried all the new seats yeah. out. That country looked shit, didn't it? I'll tell you, yeah. going Sunday to see oh, yeah. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck me, how many times are you going? Uh, I'm in three times next week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really times. already? Well, it's half term for the kids. The kids are going oh, off. Okay. Um, they're going to see the country, yeah? No, they're going off with their dad until like Wednesday or something. Oh. So we've just got evenings. So I'm like, I'm going to cinema. Right, okay. So we're booked in. Okay. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was nice, wasn't it? It was yeah. nice of them. They showed us around and, and we had a little uh, a little thing. We've got a little interview, haven't we? Yeah, we interview. Put in, Put in the episode, like yeah. little 10 minutes or well, so. Well, they nice people. Well, such a great company. I like a progressive company. that they, they strike me as one of these companies where, do you know, you go in the office yeah. and they've got like arcade machines <laughs> and people sit on them big inflatable balls yeah. and they go, I'm not coming in tomorrow. And I go, no worries, man. <laughs> no worries. You, you have as many days off as you like. Yeah. And they just do this. 
oh, you look tired, go home. Like, give a shit about their employees, basically. Yeah, maybe. But they seem like one of these really progressive companies. Maybe. And it looks fucking great. It did look good, yep. So uh, you posted some pictures and that up. We're really chuffed to be going. Uh, we're going this week, aren't we? Yeah. Tomorrow night. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, I've forgotten the time and everything I had to ask you. I, I mean, I'm, I'm less less excited. You were a bit a bit fanboy weren't you? I couldn't you, help it. I you was were, that excited. You weren't acting. That was no, me genuinely You were jumping up and down. It, it, yeah. Like I say, it was a little bit embarrassing. But, um, it was a little bit bad the other day when I had to ring mum up and ask her to babysit. Right. And uh, my mum, she likes to be in bed, you know, eight o'clock, watch the news, doze <laughs> off. And I was like, yeah. Can, Don't we all? Yeah. Can you come around and babysit? And she said, yeah, yeah, of course I can. I was like, uh, film don't start till nine. What? <laughs> don't start till nine, mum. So probably be back just gone eleven. It was like, make sure I've got a blanket and a pillow on the sofa. <laughs> Do you like to talk me into going that late, mate? Really? Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. Fuck me, I'm normally in bed before then. Yeah. So uh, there you go. It's just well, so exciting. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll play right. that in a bit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you got any thanks then, mate? I have got a list of thanks, mate. So I want to say thanks to Write Stuff Reviews. Derek Vigent, Montreal Books, Spoiler Piece Theatre, College Filmmakers, WTM, Podcast HQ, Nerd Revert, Forza Crowd, What Should We Watch, Ronnie Castle, Mike Mike and Oscar, Little Nick, The Movie Journey, Dyson's Effect, Ian McIntyre, Beautiful, AJ, Cash Crab Cinema and Mark Seeger. Just a quick one about Forza Crowd, yeah. season finale's out, we've been run as a promo in it, Yeah, thanks to them, so yeah. get, get the season finale done. So I've got special thanks this week to people on the Extra Mile on Twitter. So I've got Jill, Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, the lovely, lovely Miriam, Jamie Russell, Glyn, Sean Panner Nicholson, Cinema Recall, Emma at the Movies, Mr. Positivity Wolfie T, Jamie Irwin, LJ Human, Ryan, Movies on the Way, Louis Ream and Shannon and Adam from The Light Sitting Ball. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. guides. <laughs> well, yeah, spirit guides. You're, you're yeah. jumping up and down when you oh, pink socks. Yeah. There you go. It was a mu- What's wrong with my socks? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like a quirk. Again, give me two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, you got a promo this way, mate? Yes, mate. Hi, guys. I'm Dean. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the Movie Journey Podcast. Where we break down every movie from the IMDb Top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. We're also home of the Pod V Pod, where we battle other podcasters in various movie games and drafts. We also do reviews of new releases, film tournaments, top five lists, and talk about everything else we've watched as well. We used to be the IMDb Journey Podcast, but since then, we've grown and matured with age. Yeah, if you don't believe us, why don't you listen to some more Genuine Testimonies? Oh, hey guys, I uh, I used to like the IMDb Journey podcast, but since then I've found something even better. It's the Movie Journey podcast. Oi, bro, I know I said the IMDb Journey podcast was a good show, but the Movie Journey podcast is so much better. Absolutely, for sure, yeah. You know, I used to think that nothing could be funnier than IMDb Journey, but I've now found my joy in Movie Journey podcast. The IMDb Journey podcast is nothing compared to the Movie Journey podcast. Absolutely love this podcast. <laughs> oh, amazing oh, testimonies once again. Absolutely legit and real. Of course. And if you still don't believe those testimonies, go ahead and check out the show for yourself by searching for the Movie Journey podcast. You can find us on all your favourite platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and Podbean. So come along and join our journey. Here we go. Not sure that's their newest one. It's one that you'd sent me over that was hidden in the back of all of the promo things. But there we are. They got a new one. Send it over, guys. But that's one we've got. Yeah, there you go. So their new episode, Once Upon a Time in the West. Mm-hmm. But we're still 
not allowed to really say who won out of them and film busters. Yeah, if you we'll have to reveal it soon. Yeah, we'll do, yeah. Bragging yeah. rights. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so Daniel and Dean. Yeah. They've done the new promo. Should we do it? we got to do a new promo, aren't we, really? We should. We yeah. should. Should we just copy theirs? Should we just use theirs and edit out <laughs> where, where they say <laughs> movie the movie drone? Movie drone. Should we do that? Oh, guys. Movie drone. Yeah. Should we do that? Yeah. That would be funny. That would be great, wouldn't it? Would, yeah. So, uh, yeah, please listen to the Movie Journey podcast. Yeah. All right then, mate. Yes. Go on then. Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag, what's that film? And there we go. It's getting hotter, isn't it, mate? It's a bit warmer today, isn't it? Well, you might have had enough yeah, of it. I've had enough it. of this ridiculous weather. What would be great, right, if you... if I've got to come to this barbecue and I mm. at the weekend, which I'm being forced to do. What would be great is if you had one of your turns. I never call it a barbecue. Do you not? No. I said I might chuck some burgers on the bar, Oh, I thought it was a barbecue. What are we coming for then? No, the bar. We're opening the bar, aren't we? Oh, is it? I've got you a plethora of soft drinks, mate. (laughs) Oh, right. Okay. I thought, fucking hell. I will do some burgers. I will do some burgers. There will be some food. It would be good if you had one of your little heat things and I've got to go home early. (laughs) It could happen, mate. It could very well happen. Oh, it's over 16 degrees. Right, okay then, mate. I did have my hospital appointment about it this week, though. Thanks for asking. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh, and? One bit's all right. I've got to go and have a scan on something else. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 you're all right. Just drink through it or something. Yeah, it'll be it'll fine. Be fine. Yeah. Um, okay, then, mate. So, this is what's that film? So, who got what and what was it? Well, it was Lion King last yeah, week. I'm it. guessing Jill didn't get it. One. She got one. All yeah. oh, right. So, you didn't yeah. send me that over. No, I thought I'd just embarrass her now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, LJ got three. Okay. Glenn, Dave got five. Right. And Luke got four. Right. Nerf Man Luke got four. Did he? Yeah. Okay, so Jill's the loser this week, <laughs> clearly, obviously. Yeah. Even I got three. Yeah, you did. And I don't even like it. Yeah. There you go. Next one's a bit of an issue, mate, this one. Right. I can't remember if I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know you're not going did... written down or not? No. Oh, no, I, I haven't done any of that. And with all the stats, I should go back and work out what ones I've done. We probably we could have done yeah. is gone back through Glynn's DMs. Still always DMs you the answers. Did I he? did, yeah, <laughs> but I couldn't find it, and right. then I couldn't quite work out how long this charade's been going on for either. So I might have to go back. Right. But I'll give it a go. Okay. I'm sure, I don't recognise doing any of these lines, <laughs> so it might be different. Who knows? Let's do it. Made for you though. Right. Here we are. Then Brilliant. five points. What's the film? You should never underestimate the predictability of stupidity. Yay! Hey. Five, mate. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Have I done it? Oosh. Uh, no, I don't think no. so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm never saying the rules. It can't I be ain't got twice. five. I ain't got five really before. Yeah, so. brilliant. Go on, I'm going to switch off for five minutes. Right. Go on then. Anyone has sent four points? What's the film? There is the stone. There is the stone. There is the stone. <laughs> right. Is that right? It's <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Here we are then. Three points. What's the film? Yes, London. You know. Fish and chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather, merry fucking poppins, London. Oh, it's not bad, not yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. For two points, anyone else? What's that feel? You're on thin fucking ice, my pedigree chums, and I shall be under it when it breaks. Now, fuck off. <laughs> not well, so great, that one. Not it's not so Bambi, no. no. No, And for one point, for anyone who hasn't got it, I don't care about no fucking wheels. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's probably the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, mate. Yeah. Well done. Oh, I'm chuffed. Yeah? I'm chuffed. Fucking smashed it. That's good. That's Five good. points. Pick something off the shelf, mate. <laughs> Help yourself. <laughs> Fuck it, let's get rid of some stuff you can sell. You've taken a load of stuff off the third shelf. It's, it's all on the shelf, but now you're... Oh, you haven't seen my new shelving system, have you? Look behind me, mate. Uh, all up along the top. What the fuck are you talking about? All up here. All along it, mate. There's what, like, that shit? I've yeah, seen that shit toy. before. Cuddly toy. Could it's you disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all laid like, out where I need it, mate. It is, honestly, it's like a seaside bric-a-brac thing I souvenir shop I think shop. it was Cash Grab Cinema I was talking to in the week and I would, um, said about having a recording shed and they was like they record under the stairs and I was like yeah but Steve does refer to it as Emporium of Crap <laughs> and they're going to try and work that in, into a sentence oh, okay. yeah Emporium of Crap <laughs> it is though isn't it look it, it's, it's like a souvenir shop in but fucking I tell you what, mate, Margate I've been doing all this work yeah. and I've been like I need a talks bit mm. so I go over to my little set of drawers Labelled talks bit. Uh, take it out. I'm sure. It. I've been so good. I'm sure. It's great. Brilliant. Mm. Okay. Right then, mate. Yeah, there we are. Yeah. So let us know what you got. Yeah. And what you think it was. Yeah. Okay then, mate. Yeah. Moving on. Yes, mate. This is Mark's mail set. Okay. So we've had a what would you call it? A plethora. Plethora of questions in. Yeah. So please, if you send a question in, don't be gutted that we're not doing it this week because no. we've lined them up. So. We have chosen this week the quickest one because right. we've got an interview. Yeah. We've got some minutes what we're using up so we've just chosen a quick one. Yeah. There are some good, great ones coming and we yeah. will get to them yeah. when we need to fill some time. Yeah, no, I mean on the next couple of episodes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, but if you want to send us in and uh, send us in a question so that we can put it in the in the queue. Yeah, keep uh, them coming. How do they send it to us, mate? They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Fire them in. Keep firing. Yep, there you go. We'll answer anything. <laughs> well, okay, you want to move on? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Question, question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. There we go then, mate. So someone did jump to the front of the queue. Yeah. Who was it? What's it about? Sean, what your favourite movie trivia? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Told good you it was one. quick, didn't I? Good one. Fun, right. to, fun yeah. to look up as yeah. well, which is good. Fun yeah. to research, this mm. one. So uh, I've got uh, I've got a few. I've got a few. Yeah. I don't think we need to discuss them because I think the good thing with trivia like this is you just go, fuck. <laughs> okay, then, yeah. Go on, then. What you got? One that still blows my mind. I've said it in a few episodes ago. I still... Ah, it still blows my mind. Glenn Close is the boo box man in Hook. <laughs> right, okay. Honestly, it still blows my mind. I still can't get around me. Okay. Um, okay. So I've got one. The most profitable film of all time. Yeah. What is it? Ooh, Titanic. No. Paranormal activity. It, oh, okay. Yeah. With budget, but you didn't explain yeah. that very well. But yeah. I fucking did. I said right. profitable film. Does it cost right? like 4p to make? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think it's uh, something like a 19,758% return. Ridiculous, isn't yeah. it? I would like go. that return. I've got some go. cryptocurrency now. I'm not quite getting it's that It's all return. going down, mate. Don't yeah, worry about no, that. I'm watching it. I'm right, watching my investment go. <laughs> um, you might have this one, but I thought it was amazing. Michael Myers' mask. Yeah was a William Shatner mask painted white. I oh, know. It's one of the most iconic pieces of trivia ever. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that, mate. <laughs> Did you No, not? I didn't, no. <laughs> Did you No, not? I was like, whoa. <laughs> there was like documentaries and shit and all that about I it. I don't watch that Did shit. you? Did you not know that? No, I was like, fucking hell, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, it is. 
And I think on the new ones, they've like, you know what I mean, used it. But anyway, yeah, it was. Um, okay, my one, rather than use CGI, Tim Burton had 40 squirrels trained to crack nuts in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You sure that's yeah. not on Daily Mash? No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Blow my mind, mate. Yeah. yeah. There you go, a bit of budget on there. This one blew my mind a little bit. Did you know Forrest Gump has more CGI minutes in it than Jurassic Park. Right. I mean, I can see it. Yeah, I can, see I can it when, when you think when about it. Says it. About yeah. it. I, when I watch it, I didn't realise how CGI heavy it was. Yeah, yeah. But it's got more CGI minutes in than Jurassic Park. Excellent. I was like, wow. Good one. Yeah. Uh, I've got one. The director of Cannibal Holocaust had to prove in court that the actors were still alive and didn't get killed during the really? filming. Yes. Oh, that's good. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone thought they'd uh, done them in. Film, right? Yeah. One that I know we've covered, but it still makes me gag thinking about it. I actually had a little bit of a... But in Old Boy, he actually ate four live octopuses, yeah. octopi. I don't octopodes. like all that, when they eat all that shit. You know what I mean? Alive and that. You know what I mean? But he was a vegetarian as well. That's just... And he had to eat four live octopi, octopodes, octopedes, yeah. whatever Not good, is it? No. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I've just got one. It's probably one that people know. So George's most famous line was improvised. Yep. You're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Apparently it was when uh, he was going around cracking the joke to the film crew. Okay. When they was in a tiny boat, yeah. and he kept going around saying, "You're going to need a bigger boat. You need a bigger boat." And okay. uh, the line stayed well, in. I do have a question in the sack related something similar to that. You might hear more of them coming cool. up soon. Oh, that was my last one. Yeah. My on. last one, just a quick. Well, I'm sure everyone knows this, but Fight Club. Oh. Every scene had a Starbucks cup in. <laughs> have you checked? No, no. <laughs> just take the word for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I thought that was just the William Shatner mask. When he didn't know. No, genuine. I, I'm. I'm. Be honest, the squirrels has blown my mind. <laughs> I'm, I need to research this. Well, there you go. That's oh, true. how do you train live squirrels? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously you can't train dead ones, so <laughs> I assume they were live. Could but... be a good job. Good yeah. job. Right. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. thanks for that then, Sean. I enjoyed that. Yeah. There was loads, though, weren't there? There's loads. <sighs> yeah. It's just deciding which ones were. Squirrels, mate. Blind, mate. <laughs> right then, mate. Shall we go over to our little interview? Yeah. Yeah. So we met the lovely Shannon and Adam yeah. at the Light Cinema. They, yep. As we said before, they gave us a, a great big tour. We mm. had uh, They showed us the sound and everything. I sat on all the seats. The yeah, we were sat on all the seats and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we uh, wanted to know a little bit about um, the Light, yeah. the cinema, and them. Yeah. And we found out quite a bit. Yeah. You fanboyed? Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's go to me. Okay, so you join us in Studio 2 in the new Light Cinema in Sittingbourne. Um, with some very nice VIPs that have given us a lovely, lovely tour who are now going to introduce themselves and tell us a bit about them. Uh, hi, my name's Adam. I'm the assistant manager here, um, looking after the cinema and hopefully some really exciting events coming up. Yep, and I'm Shannon. I'm marketing manager for The Light, so I kind of look after all our sites, including Sittingbourne. So I'm Steve, and I just sit in the background. Yeah, you just sit there and look pretty, mate. You're doing a great job. So we've noticed, looking at your website, most of your sites are in the north of England. You tend not to come down south. Why have you come down south? Why Sittingbourne? I, th- I think the big thing for us was we're always on the hunt for areas that are kind of doing a lot of regeneration and redevelopment. If you look at the sites that we've got up in the north, they are quite weird places. Yep. So we obviously we've got Bolton, Bradford, um, Sheffield, New Brighton, which I didn't actually know existed until I started working here. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of it. We have great relationships with some um, like landlords and some local councils and sitting bonds just, I, I don't know. It, it's I think we all kind of felt like we wanted to go somewhere where 
they'd really, really kind of deserve and um, want us to be there. I yeah. think compared to what City Moan's got in the local area, this is going to be a very welcome addition. Yeah, we're all excited. It looks amazing. So from all the other cinema chains that are in the UK, this is the first time I'd honestly heard of you when you'd sort of announced you was coming here. What do you do different from the other lot? Um, I think a lot of the things that we do, it's not just about the cinema. So we do offer, um, as Adam said, we're going to do a lot of events. We kind of, we bring back old screenings. We're big fans of event cinema. So we love the theatre, opera, all that sort of stuff. But we really like kind of digging out films that deserve to be seen. So we're not kind of just run-of-the-mill mainstream. We want to hunt out something that could become a new favourite that yep. nobody's heard of yet. That sounds amazing. Biggest thing I've noticed, and we've sat in them, they are so comfy, is the seats. What's different about your seats? Do you, I mean, you don't like the uh, term love chair? Oh, God. The, the, the love seat, it caused a lot of debate. I mean, our, um, our gaffer, our CEO, he's poured his heart and soul into these seats. These have been... Two years in the making, we offer three different sorts of seats, four if you include the, the love seat. <laughs> um, I think we'll rename that to sofa very soon. But um, but yeah, I, I think we, we go big on leg room. All the seats are super wide, which I'm sure you'll appreciate. Oh, Obviously, yes. six foot three, you need, a bit of, you need a bit of room. We want comfort. We want people to be coming back. And there's nothing worse than being cramped up when you're sat watching a two-hour film. And let's be honest, films are just getting longer and longer. So yeah, we just, I don't know, we pride ourselves on our seats. We pride ourselves on comfort. It's um, it's a very big thing for us. But yeah, there's a lot of thought gone into this seating. And yep. it, it shows, doesn't it, Steve? Mm. Adam, what's your favourite seat? Uh, I actually do like the the faux leather recliners at the back. Those are my favourite. And yep. I, say, I make sure I let everyone know that they are faux leather. Yeah, um, just because vegan friendly. We want to make sure that everyone is uh, looked after when we come here, including the animals. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the lounge beds are something completely different, aren't they? I mean, we we've never really been one for sitting at the front, but I mean, Mark, you tried one, and it gets rid of that dead space, doesn't it? No one sits down the front, but now I want to sit down the front. I want to have a little lounger. I think it's um, if it helps get rid of the front row curse, because they are notoriously hard to sell the front row seats. So I think um, that's why the loungers have come in for us. I think they've done it. I think you've done it. To be honest, I think they'll be quite popular. Fingers crossed. We should have thought of it. Dragon's Den idea. <laughs> Been stolen. So the site is massive and there's more to offer than just the cinema. Could you mind running us through what else you're doing? Yeah, sure. So we are um, a nine-lane bowling alley as well. Um, so it's boutique bowling um, and we have an arcade. So we've actually got a partnership with Sega, which is quite a rare thing. I don't think there's many people or definitely no cinemas I'm aware of that have um, Not that I think of. partnered with Sega. So we've got that and then we've got um, American Diner upstairs. We've got a treehouse because why the hell not? Um, full diner, uh, like, and then obviously the cinema itself. We just kind of we like to make use of every single bit of space we've got in this venue, which it is a bit like a TARDIS. You don't realise how big it is until you're in it. It's huge. It's amazing. So, Adam, what did you do to get the best job in the world? Oh, okay. This is a story. Go so, on. My dad passed away just before Christmas, and uh, just after the funeral, I was kind of looking at everything that I was doing. And I realized that I just was not happy. Yep. And so I I went online and I literally looked for new jobs in Sittingbourne and it just popped up. And I was like, that is the job for me. I'm applying for that. That is, there is no way anyone else is getting this job over me. Yeah. I interview, I had two interviews for it and I came out of both of them. And I don't know about you guys, whenever I interview, I normally come out of them thinking, oh, I did all right or I didn't do too well. I came out of these two and I was like, I smashed that. Yeah. If, I, if I hadn't sold myself any better, there's no way I could possibly have done it. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so this year has been a real journey for me. Obviously, everything that's happened over the last year has been a real challenge and a journey. But I really just focused myself on making sure that this job was mine. Yep. And that's why I'm here. And uh, and I say, especially because I am local. I live in the same town. Yep. Um, I really sold my passion for getting everyone in Sittingbourne back to the cinema and the community and doing the events and just getting everyone here. This is this is really what I'm passionate about. So. I think you deserve it. I think you're doing a great job. I think it's going to be amazing. It's all smile at us every time we come in. We're moving in. <laughs> Talking of events, uh, one thing we've been critical of other cinemas um, about is them not putting on special events at Halloween and Christmas and stuff like that. Um, have we got anything planned? Well, I mean, we found out that we could rent uh, some of the smaller screens out so I mean we're in on that yeah. but what about things like Halloween Christmas oh. ha- Halloween's my favourite time of the year right. like literally oh, I, God, yeah. I, I could I could have a midnight showing every night if we could get away with it for a different like VHS 80s holo film we're in, we're in. I'd, wanna, <laughs> I'd like you know not just Nightmare on Elm Street I want to show Nightmare on Elm Street 2, 3 and 4 <laughs> Dream though, Warriors it's coming Dr- Dream Warriors obviously is the best of the entire bunch but like um, <laughs> Yeah, I think like really Halloween is what I'm going to be focusing on once we've got Pride out of the way. I also want to be doing a Pride season. Okay, yeah. Um, we also want to, for Christmas, we want to be bringing families together. Um, I mean, I know that is a huge ask, but like, you no, know, my favorite film at Christmas is Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, um, yes. So like that is the one that I'm going to be pushing for. I know it's going to be difficult to get, so don't hold me to it. <laughs> oh, you, you'll get it. I mean, we, we, we have a tradition. So we show It's a Wonderful Life every Christmas Eve. And Muppets Christmas Carol is on throughout. We love Muppets Christmas Carol. I just honestly, I, every time I watch it, I'm just in fits of laughter or crying. I just, it's the best, it's the best Christmas film. I told you, you wouldn't have it. You wouldn't have it. I've been outvoted many, many times. <laughs> but no, I think with events, we, we do have a go hard or go home attitude. I mean, we, we just talked to a guy this morning who we're kind of teaming up with because we want to be running like a monthly film club. Yeah. So um, we're looking to kind of bring in some classic films back, a lot of the good 80s stuff and kind of really make more of an event around it. So it's not just you come, you watch the film. We want photo opportunities. We want introductions by directors. We kind of want Q&As afterwards. We're just, I mean, God, we're looking for Back to the Future to start with, aren't we? Um, yeah. After Especially after this morning, the guy we spoke to again who's very local He's, he's got the DeLorean, he's got the job, he's got the hoverboard, he's got the shoes. It's just like, I don't know how we found him, but... I think he found us. I think he sort of saw it was coming. Was some, like, someone up there was just like, yeah, you guys need to work together. But yeah, so um, we're, we're going down that route. We're going to go quite mad on events, I think. That's Excellent. definitely my plan. I want to release things to the community. I want them to be coming to me and saying, if if the community is actually coming to me and saying, we're not doing this, I'm going to actually ask myself why we weren't doing it before they asked. Yeah. That's pay yourself that's my some ethos. feedback. I'm going to be the biggest pain in your bum ever. <laughs> <laughs> if we can't have Pride for Pride Month, I'm, I'm, as I say, I've got I've got some plans. Film. Oh, we're looking forward to that one. God, I just want to show Pride now. You just got me thinking about Andrew Scott. Sorry, oh, <laughs> we did it not so long back. Such a great film. That aside, how are you approaching inclusive accessibility? You're going to have autism friendly and subtitles and foreign language films showing. Yeah, I mean, for us, accessibles are a huge part of what we do just as a company anyway. Um, so it will be regular subtitle showings. We don't stick to set days because obviously not one day works for anybody really. We need to keep it mixed up. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing a range of subtitled, um, autism friendly, which will be kind of as relaxed showings with lights up, sound lowered. Um, so they'll be often, so they'll be doing a mix for kids on weekends and then there'll be some through the week for adults. Um, we will be doing baby friendly for um, new parents, which is the, the, just that highlight. There's just so many cute babies everywhere. 
Um, so we'll be doing those kind of in the mornings and then we'll also be doing dementia friendly which is a very very close to our heart at the light um, we spend a lot of time kind of coming up with seasons for um, like people with dementia or dementia like illnesses and working with local charities and we kind of just want to get into the care homes and like just bring them in and just like dinners on us sort of thing we, we, we go all out on that sort of stuff but yeah and we also do every film's pretty much audio described we've got all the neck loop systems as well which is just so much better than them horrible little headsets that a lot of cinemas have it's um yeah i think accessible is going to be a huge part of what we do we just want to kind of get this opening week out of the way and then we can really focus on it if we're going to do it we're going to do it right yeah brilliant the light seems a real progressive company with a mad ceo by the sound of it oh yeah yeah oh god he's going to hear this he's going to kill me oh my <laughs> god <laughs> if, if that madness produces this it's amazing oh, his it, attention to detail it, it, is, is utterly crazy he is just he's just next level his, his vision for this site I mean as I said to you guys earlier this is the new wave for us um, this is the first time we've kind of combined cinema bowling the arcade and everything and this is all kind of been brought to fruition through his vision and we're all on board with it and God if this is what he's done when he's been with us for a couple of years here's to the next five because it's going to get wild we can't wait we can't wait Adam do you mind just telling us about your unlimited scheme you do you doing something a little bit different at this site? Yes, essentially, when you sign up, you can it's just as many films as you like. I think it's seventeen ninety nine. I'm I'm in the middle of my training at the moment, yeah. so let me. My prices is all over the place, but yeah, so you can watch as many films as you like for that price. It's absolutely mental for like to be able to walk down here and get to. Yeah, it. I mean, we're going to be launching with an actual deal for because um, our unlimited scheme is going to be called My Light Premier. Yeah. Um, normally, we do Infinity with our sites, but My Light Premier is the new one because we've got the bowling and the arcade and stuff like that. So. Um, we're going to be launching with fourteen ninety nine a month up until September. See, I knew that price was wrong. As yeah. soon as I said it, I was like, I'm Well, it, it was the way you looked at me and it was just kind of like, am I? I'm at no, but oh. fair play. But it will be going up to that price. Yep. Um, but yeah, for that kind of just to get people through the door and experience what we've got. But yeah, that'll um, our unlimited card will kind of get you all the films you can handle, 2D, 3D. It'll get you a um, discount of pricing on event cinema, uh, discounts on bowling, discounts on everything we've got in the diner because obviously we've got three or four different vendors in there. Uh, money off alcohol we kind of we want it to include every area of our business yeah and it's um to be fair i think it's amazing value compared to what's out there on the market yeah because just the actual variety of what you can do with it it's not just one thing it is everything that we offer is available there so yeah, yeah. definitely well we're going to put it to the test because we're going to well, apparently it's going live in the next hour or two maybe three so we're going to be first in steve aren't we <laughs> well, you're going to be refreshing your phone i am no, you're five, sad, five all the way yeah. and we're going to put it to test how much they will let us actually see <laughs> whether they actually ever ask us to leave <laughs> yeah go for it mate yeah. go for it yeah but it's been brilliant guys we're turfing these two out aren't we yeah, yeah. it's fine they can just give them a bag they can clean after yeah. the screenings <laughs> we, we, we're not proud we'll walk just, along we'll clean up just as the last thing so that people can get to know you personally what new releases are you most looking forward to oh okay so or your, or your dream film you want to show i mean so obviously what's coming up is i'm a huge marvel fan i love all of those but eternals especially of those okay I think. yeah don't talk to him about it <laughs> do not even bother talking to him about superheroes because he will uh well, I think like um eternals was my favorite series when i was a kid so seeing that on screen finally and that cast is incredibly diverse there's yeah. so much talent going on really is there um, ultimate film that I'd want to show is probably Battle Royale. That's my favourite okay. film of all time. Good solid choice. And that's good only today. Like, if you ask me tomorrow, it'll probably be Goodfellas. If you ask me the day after, it'll be I, Tonya. So I do, my, 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 my taste is very varied, but okay. today it's Battle Royale. I think that's the one. 
Okay. I think it's just because everyone's running around like headless chickens now. They're getting <laughs> ready, so it feels like it. It definitely feels like it. I think for me, it's weird. Like, the slate is great this year, but I don't know if I find comfort in like just well I don't want to call them trash action films like please don't kill me Universal but um I, I'm really excited for nobody yeah I just I love Bob Odenkirk I think he's absolutely hilarious I loved him in Better Call Saul I'm so ready for that in June and to just sit have a beer laugh my head off at that um in terms of dream film I tell you what I know the one that I regret not getting to see on the big screen because it completely bypassed but um Promising Young Woman okay. I Promising Young Woman was I, I absolutely loved it I know a lot of people are divided on it but I really regret that not being shown. I'm watching that tonight. That's oh, literally, it's... that's on my list to watch. I haven't. I've, I've seen so many like reviews where everyone is like yes and no, but they're so confused about it. But I absolutely loved it. it deserved all the hype it got. Um, but film from the past to bring back, and I think we will. I mean, because I think I can influence film choice. But I, I want. I want Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers back on the big screen. I think I think I'll be excited if I get to see Gremlins. If I get to run an event that's all Gremlins, if oh. I oh that would drive me. Oh my insane. We, we did we've done it in Stockport. I can't see why we can't do it again. No, I know, I know. And you said like you know Zach Galligan was uh, introduced it or something. Oh yeah, he he was there for out. He did um, Q and A afterwards. Did photos and all sorts of stuff. It was... He's such a lovely guy. So at Comic Con when I went there a few years ago, um, I'd sent him some stuff in the post to sign like years ago, and it just it got lost. And when I got to Comic Con, he recognised me. He handed me the stuff that had gotten lost in the post because it had been returned to him and he just never posted it again. He was like, I thought you might be here. I brought it with me. And I was just honestly, I was I was so that starstruck. Man. I was just like, oh, I love you. <laughs> that man. <laughs> oh, our expectations are high now. Yeah. We're getting... say, well, we've talked big game here. Yeah, we have talked some is... very big game. <laughs> this is delivery. Right yeah, you've now. probably got till Sunday to tell us if you want to take anything out. I think that's probably what, the, <laughs> what you need to do. No, I'll tell you what, if we're saying it now, we're going to we're gonna say you guys have to hold us to it. because oh, like, we, we, we will deliver. That's one thing we can definitely promise. We, we don't go hard or go home. We've, we've got a lot at stake for this. And I think if we can go wild and really put ourselves on the map and do it for sitting board, then we're going to do it. Here we go. I mean, everyone that listens is going to be pretty jealous, I think, yeah, unless they live in St. Vaughan. So, yeah. uh, good. Well, it's easy. City Mall's very easy to get to. There's a train station just outside. <laughs> not from America. No, yeah. no. Not from Ghana, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for letting us have a look around. I've got butterflies in my stomach, honestly. We're in Friday. Um, we're coming to see Spiral. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Can't well, wait. Thank you so much, guys. Much appreciated. No, us. no probs. I hope you enjoy it. There we go. That was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually hear you and boy in, in the interview. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I think at one point they were just both looking at me thinking, shut oh, up. No. Oh, no. All three of us were. Sorry about that. I couldn't help it. I was excited. Okay. Right. Yeah, thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. It was amazing. There you go. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. Okay, then, mate. The mm. reason that we're here again. Absolutely. We saw a film that is currently 6 out of 10 on IMDb is an 18, 2 hours, 38 minutes billed as an action crime horror. With a synopsis of following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. I've got an estimated $70 million budget on this one. This is directed by Zach Schneider, starring Dave Bautista, Ella Purnell, Amari Hardwick, Anna de la Reguera, Theo Rossi, Matthias... <laughs> I know you're going to say it. Schweikhofer, Hiroyuka Sonada, Tignataro and Garrett Dillahunt. This was 2021's Army of the Dead. Did you bring a uh, clip? Yeah. You ready to play? 
There's $200 million in the vault beneath the strip. With a 32-hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. What the? Well, that was good, wasn't it? That yeah. sounded like the cinema when they gave us that uh, conjuring yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Okay then, mate. So uh, I'm interested to find out what did you think of, originally announced in 2007, this really? film. Really? Yeah, but only made 2021's Army of the Dead. I'm going to upset a lot of people on this one. What? I know I'm going to upset a lot. I thought he started really strong, mate. I really liked the first five minutes. Right. Five minutes yeah. over two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> when it hit five minutes, or five, it might have been a bit longer than that, before when the credits first come on. Yeah, the the, the bit with the uh, the army people yeah, and that and yeah, the payload. The pre-bit, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Then, to me, it become a very average, watchable film that, for a bit of a better word, was a bit dumb. Right, okay. I, I loved up until that we had that first bit, um, the scene with the mum and the daughter cowering, and then the container goes. Yeah. I thought this is going to be good. <laughs> mm. <All right>. Go on. <laughs> um, I mean, Zach Schneider loves an epic, doesn't he, mate? I mean, but the why, length... why make something ten minutes when you can make it an hour, mate? Well, because you end up with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the length didn't work for me on this one. No. Everything seemed a bit disjointed. Yeah. Um, I, and I've got, I was in at the opening, but that's as, probably as good as it got, just the same as you. Now, a, a lot of it for me was um, the characters. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really get on board with any of them. I thought Dave Batista just had the personality of a bit of cardboard. Mm-hmm. I've got to be honest, if you'd had a cardboard cut out of him, um, I mean, I know, I, I know he probably isn't known for that. I, he's he does Drax, you know, Drax is from mm-hmm. you yep, do, yep, yep, yep. and he does quite a good job on that. But um, I just thought this one, I, I thought all the characters didn't really got on board with any of them. I literally got written down, mate. I didn't particularly like the cast at all, and John Batista can just fuck right off. Who the fuck he's is no John rock. Batista, or whatever his name is? <laughs> What's his name? Dave Batista can fuck right off. Yeah. No rock, is he? That's how so much I care about him. It's true, brother John. Yes, that's that's how much I care about him, mate. No, I know. He's no rock. <laughs> I, I watch The Rock and I think he's got talent. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, I mean, he's certainly got more personality. He, Dave, Dave Batista, twin brother of John, um, he's just got, he's got a presence, but he's got nothing to really... He, I suppose these are the sort of films that he required to act a bit more. So yeah, they, but, they was trying to get that emotional tie and that emotional thing yeah. with people and the daughter and stuff like that. And if you put him in a Fast and the Furious or something like that... Where well, this without those bits. Yeah. Because, th- because those bits, I don't think were necessary in this no, neither. No. I've got that the sub-stories with the immigrant and daughter... Yeah totally unneeded and yeah. it's just added to the time yeah. and it's it's highlighted all the flaws yes. that the acting cast had. Absolutely, heard. exactly. Mm. If, if I would have kept this just to get in, smash them up, shoot them up. Oh, fucking, I loved it. Hour yeah. and a half in there. Absolutely. Yeah. I, think, I think they tried to make this an emotional epic mixed in with a real action film and I think there's a brilliant... I think, do you know, like he did the Snyder cut, didn't he, for yeah, this yeah. thing and made it. I think he could recut this one 
get rid of all that bollocks and make a really strong 90-minute yeah. film. Did you know the uh, bit of trivia on this about the CGI? Well, depends what one you're talking about, mate, because I've, this is... The helicopter. Yeah, the pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, that's Mad, what I said, it? when jo um, Sean said about the... Um, I'm obsessed with John tonight. <laughs> when Sean said about the... Um, the question yeah. I thought that works in perfect for this bit I'll let you go for it mate no please. no no do it but I, I I honestly did not notice at the time no I did go back and rewatch some scenes did you and I can honestly say I can when I know right okay. um, with the different way that they filmed it and the but Tig Notaro yeah who was a helicopter pilot wasn't ever actually in the film no he's never met Dave Batista no. even though they shared a helicopter yeah and she was added and um, changed around the original actor was a very naughty boy had to be deleted um so and I thought they did a good job at it I'll be honest it must have been a fucking nightmare I mean it must have been and it cost a fortune apparently really an absolute fortune yeah, yeah. it cost them a lot of money yeah. and uh it, it's just one of those where you saw, I mean I don't know I don't know if it's ever going to make much money back, even if it goes. I've read actually that people, some people do like it. Some people have been giving it like eight and nine. the numbers, isn't it, on yeah. from, from Netflix? And a lot of people, I think Mr. P has come on and said he loved it. He can't wait to hear what he think about it. Oh, really? um, Sean said he really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, and I, I, I get why people would like it. Yeah. Um, I just, I say, I think there is an amazing great film in there waiting to get out but I think they've sport it yeah some ideas I mean it wasn't a great zombie film I didn't think it wasn't a great action film and you put two sort of like substandard bits together and you sort of get a film that's half as good as it as it should be yeah. and that's where I think so getting on to the characters yep. um, obviously yeah Dave Bautista didn't really go for him the daughter I mean I thought she'd done a reasonable job however I didn't really think the storyline was required no. I didn't mind Amari Hardwick Right. I thought he was quite good. I liked the way that his relationship with him and Matthias Schweighofer, yeah. um, obviously the safe cracker. Yeah. But I didn't like the, the comedic part of the safe cracker. Um, and, no. and so, but I enjoyed the relationship that they had. Yeah, that sort of one where they bond, you actually saw them start bonding and getting on the same page. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't really like the safe cracker's character. Yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was a bit much. A little bit, he? yeah. He was. Yeah. There were some funny bits in there, though. I did laugh like when he got, got his guts and he started shooting people, and he mm. was like, "I shot him three times." And it was like four actually. Oh, you like that? I, I found it. I, the humour was there. Okay. Um, and I thought it needed a little bit of lightheartedness. I think did you know the biggest thing I had the issue with was the fucking zombie tiger. Right. I hated it. Did you? Yeah, they're using it for all the ads and stuff. Um, why didn't they just shoot the fucking thing in the head? I mean, because it would not have been around to have probably one of my favourite scenes was where it ripped that bloke's face off. I think that was the only thing that I've... I've that's what I felt like it was crammed in for. Right. I think they decided he needed to die spectacularly. Yeah. And it almost felt like they had shoehorned it in at the start to go... Right. You know when you see something, you go... I always say to the missus, something happens in a film, and I go, oh... I wonder if that will become important <laughs> later. And she goes, shut oh, you're up. You're such a fun I fuck, aren't you? I am. Um, but this is exactly the thing I that went, oh, they've not shot it. I wonder if that will come back at any point. And it did. And it was a good scene where it flew You're a smug fucker. You I actually look smug now. I can't help yeah. it, mate. It, it was just so transparent. It right. was just in there and it, it annoyed me. I mean, it's fairly gory. Nothing really new. I did like the, the uh, tiger attack. I did yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, there was a few different kills and stuff and a, a little bit of splatter gore. Um, but again, nothing really sort of like that would sort of stand out. No, no. And it was few and far between. I like the beheading. I thought that was quite cool. 
I actually did like that scene. I've got to be honest, I've got that. I actually thought it was quite funny when he dropped it as well and it all splattered. Yeah. Well, that was quite funny. Yeah. I didn't think the army was fully utilised either. They obviously build it as Army of the Dead and then they've got yeah. the Queen or whatever and then obviously they've got the, the, the main, the Alpha. Yeah. But I didn't think that they utilised the fact that it was supposed to be an army. Yeah. I mean, they did sort of go as one when they chased them near the end. Yeah. But no more than no more really coordinated zombie horde, I suppose. Yeah, it was no more coordinated, was it, than no. zombies that we've seen in other films? No, uh, I thought it was just a little bit. Uh, I thought really they missed super a trick. Intelligent, were they? Well, not really. No, I didn't think. No. I thought they missed a bit of a trick. Yeah. Um, how many bullets can you get in a gun? Three thousand in a mag, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I don't know why they do it. Why do they? I mean, it's just one of those. I think it's probably if you've bought it up before, yeah. and now it plays on my mind when I see it. Yeah. And I, I, I just. I think you've ruined it for me. How many headshots can one person do? When uh, I mean, every shot was a headshot. Yeah. Fucking hell, they were good. Perfect headshots. Weren't they, eh? Yeah. Oh, it's weird, wasn't it? It's just these weird choices that sort of made me think this is just too stupid. I, I, I just thought there was some sloppy errors in it that irritated me. Right. Like, the woman led them out of the container into this area where all these zombies are. Yeah. Left the fucking doors open. Right, <laughs> yeah. No one shut the doors. Right, so why wouldn't the zombies just walk straight into the quarantine camp? Mm-hmm. It was irritating, right? The biggest one, and it, oh, I was... Now, tell me if I've misunderstood this, right? Yeah. A Chinese businessman comes to you and says, I want you to go to my casino, go in my safe, and get my money out. Right. I've already had insurance, but I want my money. And he goes, you need a safe cracker. Why wouldn't you go, can I just have the code? <laughs> I mean, I've got to be honest. I didn't hear him say that it was his casino. I've got to be honest, I must have have missed it. Perhaps I've got that wrong, but I thought he was saying, can you go and get my money? Right. Um, And I assumed, perhaps he was just an investor or someone and he kept his money there. Perhaps I have misunderstood that. Mm. But if someone, I mean, they seem to think the only only thing in that safe was that money. Yeah. So where's the casino's money if it's not his casino? Yeah, no, I mean, like I say, I might, I might just say, it. could you just give us a code, mate? It would save us a code cracker and having to fuck ass about with it. <laughs> okay. But I did like the booby traps on the way to the safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that, that, that was especially the squish one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Yeah. And I like Dane a bit comedic, though, when he was going down and getting the... I like that humour when he kept coming okay. back with a different one. Right. I thought okay. that, I, I did like that. Okay, all yeah. right. There were some weird scenes for me. Right, okay. stuff that I don't think should have been in there. Yeah. I'm not quite sure where it come from. So, for instance, one, we they just broke the safe. Yeah. They got all the money. Yeah. They're under t- a time constraint. They yeah. need to get out. They need to get to the helicopter. Yeah. They need to fuel it, etc. And a woman starts declaring her love for Dave Batista. Yeah. And they basically just stand there. And they've before they get in there, they say, "Right, we've got eighteen minutes." Exactly, yes. I know. And she stands there, like, and they have like a chat about um, the, the fact that she loves him and stuff like that, and only to get killed just shock afterwards. Death, yeah, I thought that was a good shot. Yeah, there. Was, yeah, good. But I mean, why? I was standing there thinking, why the fuck are you standing there doing this now? Yeah, what? Are you, why? It's stupid. Yeah, really stupid. Yeah, I, I do get it, mate. There, I think there was a lot of that now. Again, it's it's these things where I think they treat you like an idiot. Like the helicopter, that was fucked, mate. <laughs> Did you see the fire and the heat and the flames coming out of it? I and mean, ten yeah. minutes later, he's flying around. Yeah, but, but I mean, we've seen we've seen helicopters all for there's no way that for an action film. There was no way that was flying, mate. <laughs> well, I mean, what happened to Geeta? Right. <laughs> oh, another one. I was going to say. Yeah. Do you remember when uh, the girl um, 
got stuck in the thing with all the zombies that were like comatose. Yeah. And then she sort of like got, when she jumped out, yeah. they all watched her getting surrounded and that. Yeah. And they was all standing there with guns. Yeah. They could have easily shot and helped her. Yeah. And then they just watched her get done. That yeah. was another one that actually wound me up. Yeah. And I said, why the fuck are they just going. standing there watching her? Come on. They and then they moaned about it after. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there was loads of them. I mean, just Gita. The whole there was this whole sub thing about Gita. Yeah. We kept having to go and see her. They did the thing with the kids. They'd done all this, and then they got her in, and then they didn't even acknowledge her. If she died in the helicopter or nothing, where is she? <laughs> she just vanish. Oh, what else have I got? The human baddies. Yeah, the Theo Rossi and Garrett Dillahunt. I, I like the way they got their comeuppances. Yeah, as I said with the tiger. Uh, I did like the other one getting his comeuppance as well. I mean, yeah. it must have been horrible. That was one of the scenes where I thought, oh, imagine being in that situation with all those people, zombies and I that. I quite that. like the woman. She's quite conniving, isn't she, where she was like, we need someone else. Yeah, yeah. And then, no, trust me, we need someone else. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, she was she was a bit badass, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, she had lost all sort of emotion, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I say, CGI. I've actually got written down, I didn't think the CGI was that bad. No, I didn't look that I, I, I thought the whole film looked good. That's... But nothing irritated me. There's one thing I want to know about the film, though, from the look, because I know you're a bit of a knob for stuff like this. <laughs> I didn't. I'll be totally honest. Didn't. Did you spot the dead pixels? No. No. Uh, surprisingly oh. enough, after I found out about it, no, I didn't. No. 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 I, I didn't. It didn't even cross my mind. And no. there was this big Twitter thread about it, and everyone was showing. And when I saw them, I was like, oh, yeah. Have you seen them, have you? Yeah, I've seen the uh, people showing, like, there's people saying, I had to reset my TV. Yeah. And surely they weren't that bad, but I've seen people doing the screenshots and there's a f- bits and pieces, right. but... I mean, it is very surprising that Zack Schneider didn't notice yeah. when it went through, yeah. unless he did, and he spent all his money on CGI and someone else yeah. in. It could very well be something like that, and you'd yeah. probably hope that no one would see it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't really looking that hard, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I mean, apparently as well, there is a theory that this is a time loop film. Right. Um, the the bits where they was referencing oh it's us that it is actually in a time loop right I mean I've heard there's going to be a sequel they set it up for a sequel didn't yeah. they let's be honest I mean the, the the worst part for me which is probably that ending how the fuck did this bloke get out of this vault uh-huh. they have spent all this time cracking it the bloke chucks him in yeah. to basically his imminent death to get ripped apart and he's, he's got to sit there and starve to death yeah. then he climbs out at the end. Right. Forgetting the fact there's been a radiation bomb now, right? <laughs> so we've had this big atomic bomb. So was, radi- this, was this on a kicker then? Well, the bit where he climbs out. Yeah, yeah, he climbs out. The the black guy gets out the thing and then goes onto the plane, doesn't he? Um, it was it after the credits or anything? I don't think so. Right, because I think I <laughs> I think I turned off in disgust right near the end. Oh, right. I might have missed it. Oh right, well what happens is I said to Jill. What happened to the bloke in the, in the safe like yeah. a couple of days ago when I was doing my notes? Oh, yeah, no. And she went, well, he just got stuck in the safe. No. I think we switched it off. He climbs out. So what oh, happens? He climbs out of it, starts walking and walks with like this money, right. gets on a plane and flies off, but realises he's been bitten. So he's in. he goes into the toilet, right. um, like washing his hair and realises he's been bitten. Right. But no point did he get any sort of radiation poisoning or anything from walking through the radioactive area okay just walks off with his money so they've set it up for the second one right how did i miss that i turned it off when dave batista got shot oh no you i I think you need to watch the uh watch the you've told me about it as you call it mate okay 
Stinger, uh, it's called. Stinger. Yeah. Right, well, all right. You got I it, didn't realise there was one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was one of those. There we go. And then I think this film, for me, I think the trailer's the best bit. I think that I was really looking forward to it, mate. Yeah. Um, and I, I I watched the trailer back when I was doing the clip, and I was like, it still looks a great film. The end was dragged right out, wasn't it? It was. It was painful. Yeah. Um, okay. But again, I thought the story had promise. I really liked it, and I just thought the terrible characters and the unnecessary need to add parts and dynamics into the film that weren't needed ruined it especially because the actors that were asked to perform those dynamic scenes couldn't, couldn't capable, do it, yeah. yeah i mean i like i say yeah i'm i'm totally with you i could for some reason i couldn't I, I couldn't switch off and watch it like an action film because it was asking me to watch it in a different way because yeah. of those dynamics yeah, and that. i agree so yeah what score you got 38 have you? Yeah. I've got 37. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I've got as charismatic as a piece of cardboard, which yeah. I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. We didn't go for that. Yeah. Have you watched anything else, mate? I've watched two, mate. Oh. So I watched Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, it was <laughs> okay. on. I forgot how funny that was. Right. Honestly, I've, I've, I've got 78 on have it. You? I was like... Is it politically correct? They've yeah. hacked parts out of it. Have they now? They have okay. hacked parts out All of right. it. But I think it's been quite a while since I've seen it, so I was like, actually... Right. Um, yeah, I forgot how funny it was. And then I watched Hunger Games Catching Fire. Um, you can laugh. But I had a little 10-year-old down. Um, we made her watch the first one, didn't we? So, And then she wanted to watch the second one. She got really into the series, so I sat down and watched it with her. Right. This is the debut bit film where Philip Seymour Hoffman comes in. Right. And I sat there and went, oh, I do miss him. And she was like, who's that? And I was like, he's just an amazing actor. And, and then you cried, and then she laughed at you. And Oh, she did turn around at the end. And she went, you crying? Like, no. <laughs> You're tired with that brush. I know, it's terrible. That's because I cried at Fly Away Home. I know. Yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, I've got 77 on that, mate. I okay. like it. Okay. I like them. All right, there you go. Um, I managed to get hold of uh, a film. Um, I think so. you might even be able to watch it at the cinema when you go. Those Who Wish Me Dead. Okay. Angelina Jolie film. Yeah. New one. I'm uh, sort of looking forward to it. I thought it might be quite good. A 43. Okay. Didn't really go for it. Ooh. Didn't really think that uh, the actual plot's been done many a time. It's been done better with a film called Midnight Special that I watched recently, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's just run-of-the-mill below average. Okay. All right? Interesting. That's all I've watched. Ah. Been busy? Yeah, busy. All right, there we go. Yeah. All right, mate. Do you want to move on? Yes, mate. Okay, this is the next section. This is the section that we have to call Homework. <laughs> There we go. So this is the section where we give each other films that we love the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did I get from you this week? I gave you a film, mate. It's currently 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, 1 hour, 49 minutes billed as an adventure drama sci-fi with a synopsis of in 2027 in a chaotic world in which women have become somehow infertile, a former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman to a sanctuary at sea. Starring Julianne Moore, Clive Owen and Chituel Ejifo. $76 million budget grossing 71. This was the film I hated originally, 2006's Children of Men. Yeah, it was indeed. Mm. So uh, the ideas were definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, I can see why it has such a sci-fi following, yeah. if I'm honest. It's all about the world 
building. Yeah. The world that they've built, the, the England of yeah. the time, just was fantastic. Yeah. Like the dystopian sort of, I mean, it painted a bleak picture of immigration and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I mean, uh, but yeah, it was very bleak. It wasn't that believable, so I suppose that's where the sci-fi goes in, you know what I mean? I can't yeah. imagine it would go to that ruin, but yeah, absolutely, just painted a lovely picture. I say lovely, grimy yeah. picture. Everyone was very grimy, weren't they? Yeah. Clive Owen especially. Um, again, I don't really like him. He is unlikable. Yeah. However, um, I think that his character was certainly written that way. Mm -hmm. I think he done a, a, a pretty good job of basically playing that. I can't yeah. I can imagine that's exactly how that character was written. Yeah. Um I hated the baby Diego bit because I know that it would be like that in real life. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. People idolizing Quite above its time actually when you think this was forty, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Before people, social media. Yeah, yeah. And people would be idolizing it, yeah. uh, someone that they didn't know, wouldn't they, just for mm. being like young. The religious groups, I thought, were, again, believable. Yeah. Um, the Relenters, I think, were one of them. You could imagine them all popping up, couldn't you? Yeah. With, I mean, the idea itself is is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. The fact that, obviously, the, the youngest person in the world was, was 18. Um, I just thought it was crazy. I like the idea of the rich being segregated. Yeah. The floating pig thing. Yeah. That's good. Oh, what album's that off? Uh, is that like Floyd, a Pink Floyd yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was quite good. And um, I, again, it's something that you could see happening. Um, and obviously that bloke's, uh, who is it, in the woods? Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine in the woods. Yeah. I could see those sorts of things, those sort of like people just like living away from all the crap that was going on. But one thing that I did notice and one thing I did like was the fact that it felt like it was all in real time. Yeah. The camera angles were great and it, it did just flow there wasn't really any point where it felt like they any time had passed it felt like he was constantly awake and constantly on the move mm -hmm. um and i thought that that was that was quite good i fair i could did like all the characters uh i got a bit pissed off with the girl who was pregnant yeah. just because now i've never given birth i don't know how much pain it is but if i'm gonna die if i scream yeah. i'm stifling those those yeah i like you know I mean? it i imagine it's like when you walk past the dressing table and you stub your toe <laughs> that's what i reckon <laughs> Do you? Go, oh jesus all right. that sort of thing okay yeah. all right well in that case then she definitely should have stifled her uh, yeah. contractual um or contractions yeah. because she, she was gonna get killed wouldn't she it yeah. wound me up i just thought look just shut the fuck up because she was moaning an awful lot. So I probably liked about 50% of the characters. Yeah. Um, Sid was weird, yeah. um, speaking in, in third person all the time. Um, Julia, that was strange, wasn't it? It was strange, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I, I, I mean, listen, I've met people who do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's believable. Mark has too. <laughs> um, Julia Moore's uh, death. Yeah. That was a shock. That was yeah. good. And I like the fact that it didn't sort of ebb it out. She sort of like pretty much just went. She yeah. went grey as well, which is quite good. Did look it was pretty a shock, good. wasn't it? Yeah, it did look pretty good. So yeah, I mean, listen, it was all about the the world building for me, yeah. and it sort of sucked you in, um, even though there was sort of like a lot of people that I didn't really get on with. That Charlie Hunnam and them. his dreadlocks. Charlie Hunnam and his dread. Oh, was that Charlie Hunnam? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah he was a bit of an arsehole, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing is, it didn't. I like. I mean, I like the fighting scenes when the army and that were there, and they was in and out of the buildings because you sort of see them. When they got chased away, they obviously ran off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you're yeah. left with Clive Owen in the middle and then the army would come it in and then they'd like come back. It was a bit like in that way. Exactly, you're sort yeah, of like following, yeah. Shot. Yeah, yeah. So I did enjoy that. I, I certainly enjoyed that style of filmmaking. 
I've probably liked half of it. Yeah. But um, the style of filmmaking, the world building, has taken it up to 65. Cool. I'm pleased I saw it. Yeah. I'm probably not going to watch it again. Okay. All right. Yeah. I can see why it's, uh, it's quite... It's like I hated it first watch. Yeah, I can see why it's awful. quite revered as a sci-fi film, though, because yeah. it's got some very, very intelligent ideas. Yeah. And some and some like good cinematography in there. But yeah, I'm re- I'm I'm probably in mid seventies for it now. Okay. I, I do enjoy it. There we go. All right, then, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah. So I gave you a 2007 film directed by Ridley Scott, starring Russell Crowe, Denzel Washington, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Cuba Gooding Jr., Josh Brolin, Ted Levine, Armin Asante, John Altiz, John Hawks, and RZA. Running time of 157 minutes, budget of 100 million dollars, with a box office of 266 million. 7.8 on IMDb, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of an outcast New York City cop is charged with bringing down Harlem drug lord Frank Lucas, whose real life inspired this partly biographical film. I gave you 2007's American Gangster. I've gone all croaky. Yeah, I think you've done a better job at his pronunciation than me. <laughs> I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> but yeah, for me, mate, a really strong, long film. Yeah. Um, just had a few too many dips for me overall, especially towards the end. Um, I chose to watch the original version, but my DVD had the option of an alternate ending, right. where I, and I had another 20 minutes with another cut. Right. In my opinion, I watched the alternative ending, and I think the alternative ending rounded it off better. Right. Um, but neither would have happened in real life. Right. Um, because it apparently went into witness protection. Right. And in witness protection, you don't just walk out on the street in public right. and go, here I am. I'll better pick you up, mate, and take you now. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, You'd know that, would you? Or? Well, I assume if you're going to be protected, they're not going to let you just walk straight out on the right. street of okay. the prison everyone knows you're in. Right. I liked the fact um, that the real mix of these people the real version of these people. So you got Richie was not only Frank's lawyer afterwards, but he was actually the godfather to his son. Uh-huh. Um, when I, I, I liked reading about the real story as much as watching it. Um, I thought the casting was on point. I thought it was really good. Every single person was great apart from one. Uh-huh. And there's one I have a real issue with and I wish I'd just not put him in the film and it was uh-huh. Cuba Gooding I was Jr. Just, I was going to ask to guess. Yeah, and I was going to say that. <laughs> I just wish they hadn't. I, I, I mean, I just didn't get it at all. I, did, I didn't understand. I didn't get it. Not for me. I thought Idris Elba created a great little side story and was used really well. Mm. And I just thought Cuba Gooding Jr.'s one. I, I think I feel like it was two of the same character in there with one getting their comeuppance and the other one just strutting around a bit too much. It just irritated me. I didn't think he was that believable in it. I'm not going to dwell on this too much, mate, but apparently not accurate at all. <laughs> um, both Lucas and Richie Roberts agreed, and they both agree that it makes Lucas look too noble. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, if this was true, I thought Lucas was, although a king of a kingdom that ultimately killed people or drove addiction, I thought he'd come across as a real sort of noble man, but apparently wasn't that like it. But that side... I really like it. I wouldn't say it's gone down as a classic for me, but I'm glad I've watched it. I love the Frank Lucas character as a standalone character, whether or not he was inaccurate or not. Much the same as a lot of Denzel Washington characters, though. He's 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 reasonably one-dimensional, I think. As much as I think he is so solid, yeah. I think you get a very similar performance each well, time. Well, it does say in the synopsis, doesn't it, that it's inspired it's partly biographical I think they had to add that after yeah I imagine <laughs> yeah after the book was out um, 
I'm really coming around to Russell Crowe, mate. I've oh. never really been a big fan of his, but some of his work is outstanding, and I thought this one really was. I thought he was great in Do it. Yeah, I've got, I've got one for you then. We'll, we'll add one to the homework. Okay, list. yeah, I'm, I'm really coming around to him. Okay. And it's not that I've ever hated him. I've just never really taken to him that oh. much. Um, okay. But I've, I just, I've really enjoyed the films he's in. Okay, um, and his performances. I thought it was great as well that the link between the two characters didn't really come till quite late in the film and the fact they didn't actually meet until after the two hour mark and you're sort of running two stories side by side and it's the moment that he actually clocks him mm. and I thought it was great leaving that that late in the film and it was amazing the business he managed to do and keep under the radar before he actually come to light that he was involved in it and it sort of enhances his thing about not being the loudest person in the room and I thought that was really good. Um, I thought Josh Brolin was good hated him the character went out in a fitting way but i thought he'd done a really good job and my favorite scene was the one where he got pulled over with the drugs in the car because he did that he had that real psycho low threat about him burning his house down and then he beat his mate up or his brother up um and i thought that was a real striking scene and for all in all it was a good solid film mate i'm really really glad i've watched it not my favorite one of his but I'm, I, i get a decent amount of rewatchability out of this one and I totally agree with IMDb. Okay. 78. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right, Well done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. What's no. happened. Now, there you go then, mate. So yeah. what you got for me next week? I got you a film, mate. That is a you. One hour, 36 minutes, billed as a crime drama with a synopsis of a jury holdout attempts to prevent a miscarriage of justice by forcing his colleague to reconsider the evidence. Starring Henry Fonda, Lee Jacob, Martin Balsam, with a $350,000 budget, for some reason grossing $955 in the cinema, <laughs> but did make $2 million in rentals. Right. This is currently 9 out of 10 on IMDb, mate. Right. 1957's 12 Angry Men. Right. But I make a classic. We're trying another classic. The classics another. haven't gone down great, have they? They haven't. No. But this is, people think a lot of this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Let's see how that one goes down there, mate. I'm giving you a 2011 film directed by Joe Cornish, starring John Boyega, Jodie Whittaker, Alex Esmail, Frank Drummer, Lee Jones, Simon Howard, Luke Treadaway, Juman Hunter and Nick Frost. Running time of 88 minutes, budget of $8 million, taking $4.1 million at box office, 6.6 on IMDb, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a team gang in South London defend their block from an alien invasion. I'm giving you 2011's Attack the Block. Aliens? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that coming. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what do you think it was then? I have no idea. Right. I just thought it was Chavez in a, like a gangster film or something. <laughs> no, uh, it's an alien okay. invasion I didn't film. see that coming. Cool. Yeah. You can get your London speak out. There's a proper load of fans and that in there. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fan blood. <laughs> exactly, blood. yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. That's what you got. That's exciting. All right, mate. So what we're doing for the main next week? We're going to the new cinema, mate, and we're watching Spiral. We are, yeah. won't watch Conjuring. She won't watch Conjuring. No, no. so we're doing Spiral. Well, we saw most of Conjuring watching the trailer the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking went on forever. I thought well, it was I say night. Spiral's not been given great reviews by a lot of people. Is it not? And other people have liked it. So right. we'll find out. Okay, there we go. Spiral from the... Book of Saw, I think yeah. it's called, isn't it? Yeah. So, there we go, then, mate. Do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. And please do. Please do. Enjoy every single interaction. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go then, mate. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking forward to, to what time is it again? Nine o'clock. What day is night. it? Oh, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow okay. night. Yeah. All right. I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh, social gathering number one of the weekend. <laughs> oh, it's really bad. Okay, then. So it uh, just means I want to get out of here as quickly as possible. Yeah. So, all right, then, mate. Oh, that's three nights in a row, isn't it? <laughs> I hadn't thought that's of that. Bad. Hat trick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. You finished then? Yes, mate. Right. Okay, then, mate. Um, we'll see everybody next week. Yeah. Say goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye then, Mark. See ya. Bye. Bye. This one's so embarrassing. This is terrible. Okay, let's give it a go. Did you know, mate, my nan and granddad were called Pearl and Dean? But to me, they was always grandma and grand. Papa, 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 papa. I'm not laughing at the joke. I'm laughing at the fact that you've had to do the papa, papa, papa to the end. They were so thin on the ground this week. I will do better. I'll find them. I'll find form again. That was embarrassing for you. That's cheered me up no end. Brilliant. Well done. Chi wet L. Fuck the other one.